Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of The rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. I have a pretty confusing relationship with religion in that a lot of things that happen in my life have led me to a conclusion that many of us have also come to, which is that how can there be a God when the world is just so filled with evil and despair? I say that to say I am simultaneously not someone who can say, oh, I've studied religion in depth and I've read all of the the good books. I haven't done that. So when I speak on religion, I can't say it with so much conviction because I can't claim to know. But that being said, I am still sort of spiritual in the sense that I feel like there is maybe not a single being or power known as God, but instead I more believe in a karma, in a kind of energy that does exist outside of our consciousness that we can't truly comprehend. I find all of these topics very interesting because it really dives into the true meaning of life. And so I do like and enjoy deferring to and listening to those that actually studied religion, those that are really in the know, and also those that believe. Because I really feel like there's a lot to learn and and a lot to understand from their perspectives. A person that fits that description is Iceberg Theory, just so happens to be an incredible rapper as well. Iceberg Theory is not your typical rapper. Hailing from New Jersey, Iceberg Theory, particularly in the year 2019, was the first time that he came on my radar and then I really explore his music in 2020 as he embarked on a absolutely monumental run with August Fanon, dropping dense album after album that truly wowed me and got him on the radar of a lot of heads that are in the know in the hip-hop game right now. His last album, Dispatches from the Kali Yuga, once again created with August Fanon, was the best thing I've heard from him to date. I felt like that album was a sort of gateway drug to this thoughtful brand of hip-hop that is growing and growing with each and every day in the underground, boasting some essential lyricists from this scene. I reviewed this album in episode 25 of the podcast and interviewed him shortly after in episode 28. That interview was really enlightening to me, particularly because it really showed just how deep this guy's knowledge 
and experience was with religion, having truly practiced religion in ways that 99% of people never will come close to. So it adds a certain validity and power to the words he speaks on this topic. August Fanon, on the production side of things, is the producer once again for this album we're discussing now, Horn Monk. August Fanon is a absolute legend. I almost feel like I don't need to explain it because listeners of this show have heard me wax poetic on this man's beats and his sound for so long, but I will say once again that he's produced for truly some of the best underground voices to ever grace a mic. Mock Hami, Armin Hammer, Vic Spencer, the, the list goes on. He's one of the best, and his work with Iceberg Theory has been nothing short of brilliant. And having worked together as a pair for not necessarily a super long amount of time, I mean, their first project that was released as a duo was 2019. But since they've put in so much work together in this period of time, they have matured to a level as a duo that brings Horn Monk to a new level. Horn Monk is the fruits of all of the labor this duo of Iceberg Theory and August Fanon have put in throughout their run of prolific output since 2019. As they've successfully made this mystical, abstract fantasy world of rap seem so normal. Horn Monk is the culmination of two hard-working individuals that share the right kind of almost telepathic level bond, which allows for this album to successfully suspend your disbelief like any good fantasy novel would. You can't tell where the iceberg theory ideas and the Fanon ideas begin and end because their style is so uniquely their own as a duo, not as separate parts. And this makes the album feel so much more mature and finely tuned and groomed as a project. The way the final lyrics of Lotus Eyes flow perfectly into the menacing groove of All Reliable was so well done. House of God's beautiful intro just shows the levels to which this duo have reached as it relates to kind of those finely tuned details of an album that make it from good to great. And it's just amazing. It's just, it's just simply amazing. The cohesion of this album is exceptional. This seamless connection between the raps and the beats help make the lyrical themes Ice is putting forward come through clearer than they ever have before. And that's precisely due to the fact that your mind isn't getting distracted by trying to really grapple with this new world that Ice and Fanon are bringing you in. You're just already in it. You're accepting it because it just comes through so natural to where you can really truly focus on what Ice is saying and it makes this album so much more powerful because of it. Simply put, Horn Monk is this duo at their absolute best. Unlike a couple of moments on previous albums, specifically Dispatches, where I did think I would have liked a little bit of less features at times, on Horn Monk they are just 
absolutely razor sharp and do not let up with any lulls whatsoever. But initially when I was listening to this album, I didn't necessarily think it had the highs that Dispatches had, but I've since changed my position on that since over many, many listens of this album, the standouts began to uncover. Croc Marciano is outstanding and blissful. Fall of Light sees Ice get so downright vicious with his delivery and the bars. It fits so well and transitions to the final closing track, which we will get to in depth very shortly. Overall, my point is, is that this album flows super well as a whole, as a pure body of work front to back, but it does have standalone tracks as well that you can just play as one-offs and you will absolutely be able to enjoy it fully, which is not always the case with albums like this. Moving to the lyricism in particular now, this album really solidified the idea of how Ice approaches music, which is that of a fantasy writer of sorts, who attempts to speak on knowledge of self and spirituality through the lens of dense allegories and fantastical concoctions. This has always been a consistent theme in his music, but on this album, with the skits especially contributing to this fact, that point is made the most clear it ever has. It adds a necessary context for the listener to better understand where Ice is coming from. And just like the skit on Lotus Eyes, this context makes Ice's music that much more impressive because it's easy to rap about regular stuff that everybody interacts with and understands in their day-to-day -day lives, but to communicate philosophical messages or just simply putting together these descriptive fantasy illustrations in your music, it takes a lot of skill to make that resonate with the listener because they're so disconnected and far removed from any sort of thing related to that life and those ideas. So this aspect of fantasy writing I found really interesting because I didn't necessarily fully kind of approach Ice's music with this lens until this album. And again, due to the precision in the track listing and the precision that Ice and Fanon bring as a duo, I'm able to absorb all of these lyrics much easier because I'm so able to focus on it and simultaneously, there is a certain zone that Ice is in on Horn Monk that I don't think he's been in until right now. The way he starts this album off with Yur Zababa is just so powerful. It's such a strong opener. He instantly brings you this level of urgency to what you're listening to is of great importance to your life. This is aided by his one-of-a-kind, gruff voice and his delivery and the lyricism that he puts forward hits me so hard and complements the skits that are in this song that really speak to me. As someone who has felt burnout so strongly recently and has felt like someone who's been running on a hamster wheel with no sense of direction or purpose for the better part of this year, it really spoke to me, man. It really spoke to me. Joshua 1011 
another amazingly strong track lyrically where simply put I don't know if I can describe this perfectly but I'll just say that Ice's lyricism on this track exemplifies this really powerful way that he makes my understanding of life itself hang on his every word every word and every bar on this track is just incredibly poignant incredibly insightful incredibly thought-provoking it just blows my mind he does this all the time but this one again this album and this song encapsulates just this new level i feel like he has reached lyrically to where it's just coming across so much harder it's less of imagery and more of the actual content of what he's saying that's actually hitting me now and it's hitting my brain it may be due to me being more familiar with him the more i listen to him but man just such a powerful song ice on this final track of the album reveals more of himself too than he typically does he personalizes the lyricism here more than he normally does and really caps off this idea of being depressed in a fucked up world that has been designed by God tying into the idea of designing worlds from a fantasy writer's point of view in a really interesting way the parallels between the two are very easy to make given the quality of the lyricism and the great use of skits throughout this album and it's almost ironic that this fantasy world he weaves together on this album is very very real and you can see it in your day-to-day -day life which is a striking realization that manifests for me once i conclude my listen of this album this realization helped me apply these ideas that ice puts forward in his typically fantastical ways to real life Throughout this album, Ice unveils these ideas related to the dark underbelly of religion, how it's been used to control folks, and at its core, I think Ice does a great job of speaking on the idea of having to come to grips with a world created by a divine god, this all-powerful being, yet is filled with absolute destruction and sadness. As someone who is agnostic and is vaguely spiritual at best, this idea of believing in God yet also acknowledging the real world evil we encounter every single day is incredibly fascinating to me. And so the closing track of Horn Monk sees Ice, someone who is obviously way more educated and knowledgeable on the subject of religion, concretely express a level of anger and a sense of complete dejection questioning why the hell god created a world like this was so powerful to me especially through personal conversation with ice revealed to me that the context of this final song was a tribute to the late scorsese a philly rapper who was wildly influential and respected in the underground who unfortunately lost his life earlier in 2021. So this song 
capped off this album so perfectly and highlighted a point that I find makes Iceberg Theory so special as an artist. In sharp contrast to the usual ways religious subject matter is explored in music, Ice's perspective is not dogmatic. It's not a simplistic perspective of God will save us, God is perfect. Ice either uses these religious themes as simply cool motifs and poetic devices for his rhymes, or is exploring the fundamental foundation of belief and the complexity and contradictions that arise from having this perspective and this awareness. These thoughts are especially notable in light of the recent release of Donda by Kanye West. Having just completed my first listen of the album last night, it allowed me to see Horn Monk with a different lens and develop a deeper appreciation for how ICE approaches the topic of religion. On Donda, Kanye definitely takes more of this one-sided, God-is-perfect approach. And I don't mean to shame or minimize the idea of indulging in the more purely positive aspects of religion in music, but for people like me, who do not have these strong religious beliefs, it's not nearly as interesting or impactful of an approach. I find it much more interesting to hear someone like Ice explore religion and the idea of God with a level of understanding of religion that I don't have, and see him grapple with the biggest contradiction known to man, life itself. I can't say I know of a particular rapper that gives you this level of nuance on such a ridiculously confusing and abstract concept such as religion. This is why Iceberg Theory truly gives you something completely fresh and unique that you absolutely can't get anywhere else. And now moving to August Fanon, a genius level producer who I have listened to the most since the end of 2020 up until now as it relates to producers. This influx of Fanon music that I've been indulging in was spawned by my first initial discovery of his work with Iceberg Theory, his work with Kinsey Babyface Perlis, an absolute genius himself, and a deepening appreciation of Makami's work that has developed in recent months. And throughout this deep dive into his work, August has proven to be remarkably versatile. With Mock, I find he tends to emphasize the jazz and the grittiness. With Perlis, I find he goes into other freaking dimensions and gives you his most abstract and left field productions ever. And with Ice, I feel August works in some truly gorgeous mysticism into these beats that is so palpable, with Horn Monk being the best example to date. The sound palette of Horn Monk features a beautiful set of woodwinds, grand brass arrangements, and some truly classy guitar lines like Machinery of Night, which is just such a beautiful, epic, atmospheric tone setter of a guitar that features on this beat, and it's brilliant. Still, August blends his usual drum breaks as well throughout all these beats that are so crisp, and I find he kind of tweaks it slightly on this album more than I've noticed, even on Dispatches, where it's a little cleaner, 
or a little more refined, and I think it fits this lyrical tone that Ice creates really well. The snare on Peony is just amazing. Go listen to that track. It just hits your eardrum so, so nice. The hi-hats on the closing track, unfucking believable especially alongside the gorgeous vocal samples. It's just a beautifully, beautifully produced track. And August indulges with some more vocal samples, particularly Croc Marciano. That is simply irresistible. Absolutely gushing with an infectious soul sample in the chorus that is so sing-alongable, and it just makes the song shine so unbelievably bright. I know the focus of this review has been largely on the lyricism and the, the themes. But I really don't want you to get it twisted. This is truly some of the most gorgeous production you'll hear all year. And in the pantheon of great August Fanon production, this is very close to the top in terms of his best produced albums to date. There is so much to chew on lyrically that you can certainly get focused on that. But there's so much that you can just listen to and absorb musically that makes Horn Monk such a satisfying experience as a listener. And it's for all of these reasons that I'm just so proud and happy to see this level of growth and particularly this level of execution in creating an album that just sounds so goddamn hard to create in a way that doesn't sound pretentious or just absolutely confusing. Horn Monk is the kind of album that'll give you goosebumps and will genuinely make you feel more at peace when it's all said and done. Because contrary to what you may think based on how I described that final track on this album, the skit there at the end really provides you with such useful wisdom about how to proceed in life in light of all of the ideas that are explored prior on Horn Monk. And that is to not give power to your thoughts, to live in the moment, to be present, all those things you hear about when you talk about meditation. And that's because it's real. As the person describes here at the end, all of these doubts, all of this depression, all of this sadness is manifested when you start giving power to your thoughts. And so what if you let that go? Withdrawing your attention could be the way forward. At least that's the way I took it and where I am in life. I feel like Horn Monk really gave me a much needed sense of perspective. I give this a mid 8 on 10. Absolutely amazing. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLCTV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at rapmusicplugpod. 
I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.